This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, I'm in the tub, eating breakfast. Yeah. I get that idea, like one of the like one of the drop Sports. everything ideas. Yeah. Uh, reach for my mole skein. It goes straight in the tub. <laughs> and so I have back, you know, I have people transcribing it. I have backups, but it's so scary. Oh gosh. Hey. Hi. What up? What up? Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet line back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. I'm Hayes Davenport. I'm here with Sean Clements. Uh, we're here to give you the scoop on the entertainment business. Uh, this is our fourth episode. It's been it's been fun. It's been rewarding so far. Thank you all for listening. A lot of early success already. People are starting to have some really amazing success stories from listening to this show. Yes. Uh, we always appreciate people have gone on iTunes and when they write their reviews, they sort of talk about what the show has, has done for them. Uh, and that is why we do this. That is the only reason we are doing this. It is not about the money. It is not about fame. It's about helping you guys out uh, to to sort of get to the place where we're at. We've been given so much. Yes. And we want to give a little bit of it back. Mm -hmm. And not too much. We want to we want to speak on something. Uh, we're a little early on this news, maybe, but we might as well get it out here. It may not have broken to the general public, but uh, there's a new Batman. Yeah, <laughs> in quotes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and this is one of our favorite heroes. What an amazing character yeah. and story. He's a very the just an impressive is. man. Uh, really? Like all the stuff that he's accomplished. Inspirational. Yeah. And I'm a mega fan of all the incarnations. I, I mean, I don't want to get too deep in here, but Frank Miller, you guys might not know that name, but my true comic book heads yeah. do know he did some neat stuff with the Batman. And I just worship him and so we were really excited to find out who the next dark soldier was going to be and we had a lot of ideas for it we took meetings with people you know they uh, they asked us but i guess they weren't really paying attention because they went didn't quite listen they went with ben affleck ben affleck he's gonna don the cowl take off his director's cap which actually mm -hmm. fit him pretty nicely and now he's gonna don the cowl only one word comes to mind when I think of this decision, and that word is fail. And I've got another word for it, epic fail. Mm -hmm. What they say, they say that this is a town of epic fails and epic wins. There's, there's wins mm -hmm. and there's fails, and I know which category this casting goes in and the fail whale from Twitter is spraying his mm -hmm. water spout all over mm -hmm. uh, Ben Affleck and the studio's face. Our whole thing is that Batman is supposed to be one of the tough guys. He's tough. He beats guys up. 
He he's punching and kicking. He's crashing his car. Yes. He doesn't care what he does. He doesn't. He's sort of the Hayes and Sean mm-hmm. of the crime fighting world because we don't give an f, mm-hmm. and we just do what's right. And a lot of times we're the acting and screenwriting heroes that this city needs mm-hmm. and maybe not even the one it deserves and we do that like the people there are just so many other options for who could have done this some of the really tough guys out there maybe someone actually tough who should have been the batman thank you yeah for example how about one of these metallica guys yeah couldn't it have been one of these metallica guys is being the batman there's no tougher guys. Nothing's tougher than rocking, rocking out so hard on the drums and the guitar and singing and the bass guitar and talk about singing. So it could have been one of the Metallica guys. It could have been and I hate to say this, but what about Kim Jong Un? Yes, what about Kim Jong Un? Who's scarier and tougher? Who puts the fear of darkness into the whole United States? Yeah, and who's rich and can afford all those gadgets? Yes, and has many ladies who are interested in him in, in society. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or what about a tough guy like Bo Jackson? Mm, I was thinking Charles Oakley. Sure. But Bo Jackson is so strong, I could really see him Very being the Batman. Guys. Yes, him uh, breaking bad guys over his knee like bats. And is that another connection to be forged between Bo Jackson and the traditional Batman? Yeah. Do you work some baseball bats? Batman leaves into- the baseball diamond. Mm-hmm. He finishes swinging that bat. Then he becomes another bat. Mm-hmm. Moving between the worlds of bats. Is that an interesting theme? It is. Or... How about that Elizabeth Smart? Not much tougher than that. Imagine if she could survive being kidnapped for six months. I uh, I think she could handle the joke, man. I agree. I don't think she'd have much trouble with the joke, man. Name somebody tougher than Elizabeth Smart. I defy you. And she could have really pulled that off. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. Or if you're even going to use a director, why not a truly spooky, scary director like Tim Burton? That I'd watch. I know he directed one of the original movies. I don't think he did. But he is spooky and scary and could Mm -hmm. really capture some of that living in a cave element that we Mm -hmm. love about the Batman. Mm -hmm. Or how about one of those Mythbusters? Yes, finally. And this was my biggest pitch, and I pushed this one hard. They are not scared of any myths Mm -hmm. and i've seen them bust open just about anything you could imagine things that i don't even think really are myths they go after sometimes because they're so brave batman's all about making you question the establishment and challenging your beliefs they are the original vigilantes Mm -hmm. they operate completely outside the law and and everyone's trying to stop them yeah, that's right. People have a lot invested in these original myths. Yeah, well, they sell... There's a lot of money. They sell uh, newspapers. So, the verdict is in. Fail. It's it's Halloween week, which Sean and I, it's not, a, it's not our favorite week. 
Let's put it that New, way. Uh, no, not not the best holiday we ever came up with. Uh, Halloween for us is way way too commercialized. Yeah, and I think people could probably guess. Oh, Hayes and Sean, they're not gonna like Halloween, mm-hmm. and you know what we're gonna say? That it was invented by Hallmark. Yeah. To sell more candy corn pumpkins. Yes. It used to be all about playing tricks and bobbing for apples. And now it's all about who's got the best candy, you know? Oh, mommy, get me the get me the hottest new candy. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Oh, give me more. Give me more free candy, which what is this teaching our kids? Yes. And then and then it's all about what's hot, what's popular. I want the powder puff girls candy airheads or I want the one with the latest the SpongeBob uh, mm-hmm. Hershey's kissing candies mm-hmm. and and all of these um which are just made to sell more products and more of these shows. I went to uh see my daughter this past week from a previous relationship and I show up and I see that she's got bags and bags of these uh, Demi Lovato Whoppers. You know those the, these new Whoppers that all these kids are eating. That's this is the candy to have this Halloween. You don't me. have to tell me. And I take Brooke aside, and I'm like, Brooke Shields, you know, remember what this is real. You, you know what this holiday is really about. It's about mm-hmm. playing tricks. It's about bobbing for apples. And what does this teaching our kids? Yeah, and I had to tell Steffi Graf the same thing about our kid because when I was over there, she had given my two daughter, twin daughters, beautiful girls, both just wonderful and smart as whips. But um, she was letting them munch on this nerd's rope and uh, Taylor Lautner's shirtless torso is on the wrapper of the nerd's rope. And what does that mean? It's fellatio. Taylor Lautner's nerd's rope sticking out of the bottom of his torso? You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that that's sexual. Steffi? We've got a really exciting guest today. Adam Pally. Uh, You know him from Mimby Project. Mimby Project, the Happy Enders the Happy crew, Enders. Saving Woodstock, Saving Woodstock, very exciting guest, and he's got a lot of stuff to say. Uh, he's going to be around a little later on Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. So at this point, I'm furious, and I go, "Make up your fucking mind, asshole! Is the apartment in Tribeca or is it in Soho?" Mm-hmm. It. What I always say is like, it can't be both. Stop saying it's both. Yes. It's impossible. Anyway, I beat him up. Hey, the uh, Cody, let the song, you know there's more song left. Okay. Yeah, and you is don't it? even need to, the song will stop when the song's over, so you don't need right. to guess as hard you don't need where to, the song You don't ends. need to just bail on the song. Like, don't be nervous that it's not going to end. It will end. Yeah. The one thing you can't do is just completely drop the sound of the song out and force it to end and have it not feel really bad. I would say letting the song play to completion 
as far as I'm concerned, is literally your only job. Mm. And so if you could just do your only job and when we play the song, just do nothing. That's a nice way to put it. Do nothing the rest of the time and then do your one single job you do have during the time, which is about 25 seconds uh, during that 25 seconds that you do have to do that. We would appreciate it. And thank you. We sincerely do appreciate it. We love you doing that and letting the song finish. Uh, And you've been great at it up until today. Yeah, but I Um, I kind of liked it the way that I did it. Oh. Well, that's interesting because it definitely matters what you like. Yeah, I was just thinking this morning, uh, uh, I wonder how Cody would like the show to go. Mm, He's our target audience, a fucking engineer. I mean, I'm sorry. I just thought it was kind of cool how it just cuts out a little bit. Well, uh, next time you have a thought of what what is kind of cool, do the opposite. You, Cody, correct me if I'm wrong. You have a podcast, right? Well, no, but I I do a lot of these. You know? No, but you have your own podcast that you're the host of, and you're listed on the Earwolf site as the host. Well, uh, not really, but I do the, I do a lot of the other. Oh, you don't I wonder why. Why wouldn't someone give you a podcast? It's important what you like. I don't know. Yeah, you're sitting here telling me that the most important thing about a podcast is what you think is cool and what you like. Seems so, like you should have your own podcast. Hey. Unless it's not important. Huh. Oh, I hate to even think about that. That would mean you really screwed up. So you want me to play it out next time? Yeah. Maybe. I We'll talk about it. I actually did think that way of doing it was sort it of good. It sounded interesting. It was yeah. edgy. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll go. We'll discuss it and we'll see we'll what makes sense. In, in, internally and we'll tell you what the best thing to Before do is. Before we do it. This is a, a we want to do a segment. This is one of our, our favorite segments. Yeah. Uh, and it's we really like kind of our, our, it's some of our fans' favorite segments, but yeah. they keep screwing it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, this is a good time to sort of clarify something. This is a segment we would like to do called The Right Stuff. It's about writing, uh, about the craft of writing, uh, just sort of the nitty-gritty, like basic tips on how to create a good script. When we've seen our fans write this segment title out on the internet, on the message boards and stuff, they almost always spell it W-R-I-T-E. Yes. The which, But our segment on writing, called The Right Stuff, is spelled R-I-G-H-T. Because what you need to succeed yes. is you need to have the right stuff. You need to have the right stuff when you're writing a good script. It the doesn't o- make sense to spell the it the other, other way. Doesn't that doesn't mean any anything. Sense. The right, we would have called it the writing stuff if that's what we wanted to we're say. We're talking about the writing stuff, but specifically we're talking about the right stuff to do to, when you're writing When stuff. you're writing. Uh, so something that we sort of thought was intuitive, but... Uh, I guess people need to be told sometimes, which is fine. And that's why we do this, is we're here to educate. Yeah. When we when you and I sit down, you know, there's that uh, scary blank page, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that you have to deal with. And you say, what am I going to, what script, what am I going to write a script about today, basically? Uh, and I think the thing that we always draw from, which is, this is a tip that's gotten out there, is write what you know. Yeah, uh, you've heard it said before, and you see it. Every show, every movie that's worth Mm -hmm. anything uh, has happened to the person who wrote it. Yes, you go into general meetings these days, and they're looking for an experience that you've really had 
yeah. so that you have a personal connection to it. So it'll be real. Well, basically. I want to do something where the, the there's a dad and he's an inventor, and it's like, well, what did your dad do? And it's like, well, my dad got hit by a bus, and it's like, well, then that's the show is a dad who gets hit by a bus, mm-hmm. and that's how you write it. Mm-hmm. You know, if your dad's not an inventor. Go fucking screw with that story. You can't write it. It's not for you. So in some ways, the easiest way to become a writer is to just go out and live your fucking life. It's just to live. You know? It's one of the reasons that Hayes and I go on so many adventures Mm -hmm. and we really create environments for ourselves where we can have these experiences that are very relatable, that are very exciting. Yes. People love adventure movies. Talk about some of the adventures we've had that have led to... Okay, well, um, Captain Phillips. Mm -hmm. Captain Phillips is sort of on the surface, uh, you know, the story about a guy who gets captured by pirates. It seems very fantastical, like it could never really happen. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that's really going on to people that you could relate to. But here, we are two of your best friends. Sure. And what Hayes and I did was we... Hopped on a boat. I don't remember his boat or my boat or which boat it was, but mm-hmm. we went out on the water. It was my boat. Or maybe it was mine. We partied our fucking dicks off mm-hmm. for six, seven days. And then when we were kind of bored of that scene, we sort of butted up next to a pirate ship and played possum a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't as strong as we are. Yeah. And we let him grab us. We yeah. said, let's see what happens. Now, we did wind up having to bend the story a little bit. We immediately kicked those pirates' whole butts and yeah. made them wish they were never born. Yeah. Uh, but where's the... But that... What's the second act? Yes. You know? We needed to stretch that out a little bit. Yeah. But we had the bulk of the experience that's in that film. And then we just interviewed a weak guy about... Uh, I think it was Engineer Cody about how he would just sort of lay down and cry and piss himself yeah. if something like scary like that happened to him. And we were yeah. like, well, we'll put that in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have another adventure that we've been on that has made a good movie? Yeah, well, we're, th- there was that time we, um, we, were, we went to that Knicks game. Mm. Uh, th- it was halftime. Yep, uh, okay. And they said, we need a new coach. The coach is sick. And so they said, you guys, you, lo- you look like you know your, your basketball stuff. Yeah, uh, no shit, Sherlock. You guys come on and coach the team. And that became uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And, the and- same sort of narrative of going in, returning Private Ryan. Yeah, the basketball. The basketball. Uh, back to... His family. His family, which is... The, the hoop. hoop. Yes. And so you see how something that really happened to us mm-hmm. became a story and a movie that people really loved. Yeah. And it's just it's just an easy tip. You just sit down and you go, has anything happened to me? And if not... Get up. Get up. Put down your phone. Mm-hmm. Detach from the screen you're staring at. Mm-hmm. Unplug. Unplug. Go live your oh, life. Oh, I want to go see a movie about somebody uh, playing Angry Birds. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that oh. sounds good. Oh, I want to play fucking, I want to pay 50 bucks or whatever movies cost now. Uh, yeah. Something insane. Oh, let me shell out 260 bucks so I can go watch somebody play Snake. That sounds like a great movie. Nobody says that. 
No one's ever said it. I said it just now in jest, but but I was making fun of how people won't say it. And that I could write a movie about, somebody making a comment that no one would ever make. That's Liar Liar. And I wrote that, and that happened to me. Uh, we're we're going to be right back uh, with our guest, Adam Pally. Uh, God, it's going to be a really great conversation with him. You've got to stay tuned. Close friend of ours. Really good friend. Very good friend, yes. He likes what we're doing, and we feel the same way. We're going to be right back on Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. I watched uh, Girls uh-huh. last night. Finally. I've heard about that, yeah. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I feel a butt coming. Well, do it with men, you know? Guys, yeah, make that show, make that same show that just have to be all men and have like a man that I watched who's like in charge and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What up, what up? What up, what up? Welcome back to Hollywood Handbook. What's good? Um, we're here with our, our, our guest. Um, Adam Pally Hello. is here. You know him from uh, the Happy Enders, from Mindy Project. He's on the Mindy Project now. Um, uh, happy Endings. It's not called well, Happy Enders. It's called Happy Endings. That's okay. It's totally okay. Blow, let's just we go. start over? No, 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 no. It's fine. This has never happened to us before. Uh, I don't have many credits, so... Okay. Uh, we've known Adam a long time. Um, yeah, I'll say. <laughs> going back to, um, we first met at that uh, that audition um, mm-hmm. for uh, for Freaks and Geeks back when it was when the, when they were developing it. It was going to be Cool Guys and Babes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we all read in that one when that one scene, that group kiss with um, Cindy Margolis, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was her Donna DeErico, mm-hmm. Cindy Crawford. Mm-hmm. Cindy Crawford and Kathy Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was th- those girls and the three of us. Yeah, and we were arguing over who could do the hardest kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, and I, I remember when we were in that feeling the side of your lips, mm-hmm. Adam. Yeah, just thinking like this guy's really good. Yeah, you know he's really funny. Yeah, yeah we I, yeah we talked about it after because we were friends at the time, and I said this guy's got something. Yeah, and I actually think that show would have worked. And I said that to them when they changed it to Freaks and Geeks, and I think we were proven right because yeah, that show sure. fucking failed. Failure. Yeah, not and, even a cult would follow it. Mm-hmm. It's got no following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and we've just been rooting for you ever since, man. And oh, we're so, uh, we're so glad to have you. Oh, thank so you. Pumped. What's going on? Thank you, you you were on the Mimi Project set today. What was? Did you uh, say the Mimi Project? We said the Mimby Project. This conversation we have had before. This has happened, yeah. With, really? uh, with uh, Jake Johnson when he was in here. Really? Um, I'd love to settle some it confu- once and for all. Yeah, there's some confusion about... You're having me and Jake Johnson on the same podcast within the same month? Well, one episode apart. We split you up by one episode. Good. And that's about how the amount people can tell us apart. Is one that's, like that's one the minimum week. number? Yeah, of episodes. I'm like one week younger than separation. Yeah. yeah, and you both have fuzzy beards. We're both we're both like uh, one notch handsomer than David Krumholtz, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and not as big of a nightmare car wreck. <laughs> yeah, to deal with in life. Yeah, just a bad guy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've never met him, but so they're casting something. They'll say like, "Let's get Krumholtz," and then they'll be like, oh, "I don't know if we want to." It usually goes like this. It usually goes like this. They go like, um, the character breakdown comes in, and it's like uh, a handsome, schlubby Jewish guy, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So first they're like, well, uh, give it to Rogan. 
Sure. Right. And then Rogan immediately is like, no, I'm not doing this garbage. <laughs> yeah. And then that goes down the list to Josh Gad. And then after Gad, they call Jake. And what usually happens is like Jake will read it and say, I, I like it or I don't. But if he doesn't, then they'll come to me. And then if I like it or I don't, either the project dies uh-huh. because I'm the last rung on the last ladder. Last rung on the ladder, yeah. Or they'll give it to that sewer rat, Crumholtz. And, you know, it'll be like a $75,000 art house film that no one will see. So Crumholtz can't even find the ladder. You're no. the bottom rung, and then he's just feeling around in the dark going, I hope there's a ladder around here somewhere. And yeah. Every once in a while, he <laughs> uh, lands he on lands it. He lands on it, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and um, So you turned down numbers, huh? Uh, I I turned down numbers like four times. They mm-hmm. tried to get me like four times, and not even for the Crumholtz role. For yeah. the other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, looking back on it, I still think I dodged a bullet. That show's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, what kind of show runs for 10 years and is never in syndication? That's true. Nobody wanted to see it ever again. No, it was like, it was like, I think <laughs> for a while it was numbers. the only thing they wanted to see. Um, what, what, t- t- tell us about uh, the, the show you're on now. What was it like on the, it's, it's just like, what's a day in the life on that show? Um, it's great. I mean, uh, I get, I get to work. Uh, my call time is usually around seven, seven thirty. I'll show up around nine mm-hmm. just because I like to, I think it shows power and dominance. Demonstrates mm-hmm. dominance. Yeah. yeah. Um, scoop troop, get out your pens. Yeah. He's giving yeah. you the scoop. Hey, if you're, if you, if you want to know how to, um, uh, work in Hollywood, these are all good lessons. Mm-hmm. So I show up around nine, nine thirty, usually with a smoothie to show that I've stopped somewhere before I got to the set Mm -hmm. Um, they'll tell me to go hair and makeup I'll ignore it I'll walk right into a blocking rehearsal and if they're not there to block I will immediately throw a fit and and again that's to show dominance but also to make sure that everyone knows that the talent has arrived right we'll go through blocking rehearsal I'll half pay attention then I'll go into hair and makeup uh, and demand that they come to my trailer now I've heard that you will uh, if you weren't happy with say the first half of a take you will cut a big chunk of your hair off. That's true. So that they have to shoot it again from the beginning. That's true. Mm-hmm. One, uh, this is a true story. When I was doing Iron Man 3, um, which I have a, a, a small but very memorable uh, cameo in, um, made over a billion dollars. When I was doing that scene, I, I was doing a take with Robert Downey Jr. and he, and he, and he flubbed his line, mm-hmm. but it was on my coverage. So I had my little nose hair trimmer that I always keep in my pocket because yeah. my nose hair grows if I don't do it every four hours and I just took off both eyebrows and it was in my cover. So they were looking at me like, what happened? Shane Black yells cut. He directed all the lethal weapons and, uh, he comes up and he's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, how dare he, this is mine. This take is mine. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not here for very long. I want to make it special. Yeah. They he's shut- got the whole movie to yeah, pub his he- lines. Not today. Not today. Mm-hmm. Downey. Long story short, they shut down production for 10 days to wait for my eyebrows to grow back. I come in, I nail the scene, and that's all everyone's talking about when the movie comes out. So That's the only scene right. I know of from the movie. Yeah. Put your pens away. Did Iron Man win? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I know Gary the camera guy did. That scene. That's a funny name, Gary. They should use that name more for comedy for, guys. Yes. Not, you know, not just for like the serious leads in movies and stuff, for the like the funny people. Yeah. I every male character in any script I've written is named Gary, which can be confusing. But fuck you if you don't get it, you know. And fuck you—that's a good lesson to have that attitude towards anyone who's mm-hmm. reading your stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's talk about um, happy endings a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it and would, we're getting that right now? Yeah, you're getting it right. I've get, I'm getting the feeling since you rattled that off with ease that you could have gotten it right before. Uh, well, I, I, I have a big question, just differences between the new job and the old one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Crafty better on Happy Endings than on the Mimby Project, or...? You know it's called the Mindy Project, and uh, that's a good question, and Crafty is way better on the Mindy Project, mm. uh, and I'll tell you why. Oh. The network that it's on, Fox, likes the show, mm-hmm. and thus they promote it and do good things for its cast and writers. Mm-hmm. Happy Endings, which was on ABC, that network hated that show, mm-hmm. did not like it, because the president at the time did not develop it. So he had no skin in the game on it. So if it was a success, no one would say, hey, it's that sure. guy's show. So they took away our crafty. And they give you poison. A lot of times, yeah. I mean, a, Alicia Cuthbert had to get her stomach pumped a couple times mm-hmm. because she went over to make an espresso and it was literally poison. <laughs> so. Okay, so two different crafties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the Mindy one's a little better. Yeah. I did uh, have a question about Happy Endings. It ran for three seasons, is that right? That's correct. So, okay. you, so, so you know how long it ran, and you have no problem saying the name yet. When you first introduced me, you flubbed it. Well, I've been doing computer stuff. Oh, so you've not been paying attention. Yeah. Great. And uh, it's a show. It has its fans. Mm-hmm. It's got a 7.1 here on the computer. People obviously like it. A 7.1 in the Rotten Tomatoes Oh, so what's this? Wh- is IMDb? Uh, an IMDb rates as a seven point seven point one, which is actually good. very good. I'll take it. Um, so some people must like it. My question is, what is it like that the show is mostly remembered as the show that allowed Lamorne Morris mm-hmm. to be on New Girl and kind of make that show big? I don't know if it. I don't know if that's what it's remembered for. To tell you the truth, well, okay. People say people say like they watch New Girl. They say, okay, this is like. Lamorne Morris' show, how did this happen? Right. I don't think anyone watches New Girl and says this is Lamorne Morris' show. Well, you're, you have you're a looking at two guys right now. If, that right. Do if that. that's the case, I would say both of you are retarded. Because you there's have some no kind way. Of, is there a history with 99.9% of people who see that show know him as the black guy on that show. Okay, well, and that's I would, the truth. Okay, so this well, must I be something. There must be a story behind this. The answer to your question then, Hayes, uh-huh. is it doesn't feel good and there's a little bit of bitterness. And what I know must You're have happened You're putting words is, in my mouth. What I know must have happened is there was a meeting in some back room somewhere on Happy Endings where you yeah. guys went, do we try to trade for Lamorne? I can assure you that that never happened. And I we know knew, you're in that did room. Did you know you couldn't get him? Listen to me for one second. Scott is your name? No. Steve? No. It doesn't feel good, does it? No, it, it doesn't. doesn't feel good. Oh, so you do know his name. You knew you were getting his name wrong. Did I get it right on Steve? No, but then you I said that no doesn't clue. feel good. When you bo- what, can I tell you So something? that must feel okay. When, when I walked in here and both of you guys introduced yourselves to me, you yeah. know what I heard? Aryan. Blah, 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 blonde guys. Yeah. And to a Jew, that means there's a chance you could both turn on me and walk me to a shower, which is my yeah. ultimate death. So that's all I heard when you guys started talking. The, what did you ask me? If I would rather have Lamorne? No. Lamorne is a replacement of Damon, who we had in the first place. I would not want to have him. Damon. This is Damon Wayne's son. He he's, Damon Wayne's junior. Is he not Damon Wayne's? He son? is Damon Lil, Wayne's Lil son. Damon. It's not little Damon. No, it's Damon Wayne's junior. Okay. He's a talented guy. 
Yeah, he's very super talented. Good. Very talented. Really funny. His, and you guys his had a great show. Chemistry. Yes, yeah. Is, he's one of my best friends. And I friends. didn't want to. You know, his show is no longer on the air. We were on the same show. Okay, but Lamorne, once he got on New Girl, yeah. Now that show is a really big show. Yeah, it wouldn't. Sure, it wouldn't have been on TV without Damon. Damon was in the pilot, and actually, Damon now that. Happy Endings is off the air. Damon is going to be back on New Girl starting like next week. So they got him back right away. I don't know if they're phasing Lamorne out. You know, I don't know why there can't be two black guys on network or television. Probably Lamorne, or probably Lamorne wanted to go toe-to-toe with him. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. I don't know why there would be a toe-to-toe I got a feeling. I I'll text him about it, but probably racist. they wanted to go toe-to-toe. I don't think so. It's a race. That is a racist idea that you just had. It's Jordan and... It's Jordan and Kobe always said that like they wish they could go head to head to prove who was the best. I think it's exactly like that situation. I think it's completely different. Jordan was retired when Kobe was in his prime. They right, that's why I'm saying they wish they could. Yeah, well, Damon retired from the New Girl pilot, and then you're gonna try to squeeze this in to make it right. It's not gonna work. Yeah, Damon retired from the New Girl pilot, and then I think uh, Lamorne, straight out of high school, got put in that show. Yeah, Lamorne is like fifty. <laughs> okay, he's not straight out of high school. Well, the show's been on for quite a while. New Girl? It feels like it. Yeah, that's that's what Jake told us. G- glad, I'm glad that Jake was able to boast about how many episodes his show has run for. That seems really down to earth. Salt, salt of the earth, that guy. Let's uh, let's reach into the popcorn gallery. Yes, let's reach questions. into the popcorn. <laughs> This is where we ask questions from fans. Yep, 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 fans yep, 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 have I know it's like the, I know it's like the, the peanut gallery. Yeah, I got it. But it's like popcorn. They serve popcorn at movies. So yeah. this is the popcorn. I put gallery. it together. We have a question from Toby Keith Sweat, and this was actually a question. Toby that, Keith Sweat. Yes, this is one of our regular Toby commenters. Keith, Toby Keith's a country singer. I, I, I Keith guess Sweat is I understand the person's mashup name. Well, this is his name, but it just is easy to remember if you I think about it. the two. I get it. Uh, this is a question that we've actually had for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you look at the TV landscape right now, mm-hmm. and there's dramas, romances, actions. This is the longest I've ever waited for a question to be asked. I seriously, I just well, felt it's a, it's a fucking a sleep. Setup. Uh, dramas, romances, actions, thrillers. My question is, oh, you haven't even asked the question yet. Then this is Toby Keith Sweat's question also, and our question is. Why is there no sports on TV? Yeah, very good. Yeah. Now, I've heard this complaint before. I, of course, I don't own a TV. You don't own a TV and you're doing a show about television? You're doing... Well, it's not about well, television. He, it's about Hollywood success. But I think it's pretty interesting to there not are own plenty a TV. Of, there are plenty of people who can do a show about watching TV. Mm. But what about doing TV? Mastering I, I TV. I don't understand what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, but... How come there's no sports? I, 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 there's a lot of sports on television. Every, every channel, every network is anchored by sports. Well, that's the what you, reason. I'll explain this to you. Mm-hmm. The reason that you guys don't think there's sports on television is because, admittedly, you don't own TV. I know I do own a TV. I have a great TV, very nice big TV. My thing is, I'm barely. I'm home to sleep. Okay, so you're not watching. He's home to sleep. I'm home to sleep. If that. If that. 
What if that mean that? if that what? if that please if that what do you, what do you, <laughs> I'm on set I'm on the lot I'm on location and I'm I'm home he's to on sleep he's on that. just about everything except the couch watching his big nice TV but, which I've actually seen but if there was sports if there was sports well then I might buy one then I might have some some more time to well to, to watch my big TV let me tell you this is and this is just a tip you don't have to work in Hollywood to to know this but Turn on your television whenever, mm-hmm. when the fuck ever, mm-hmm. and you will find sports on some channel. And you fucking buy one if you want to watch sports. If you want to watch sports, they are there for you on television. Well, I'm on the fence. I think you might it be sounds thinking like a time of, suck. I think you might be thinking of TVs, TVs at, at sports games. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'll tell you this right We've now. We've been those to those sports. front row. Those have sports? No. We've been I'm, to those front row. And then, I know like, the for, box. I know the, for a fact. And, like, the CEA box. There's I'm a TV not the one sports. getting the message yep. mixed here. The WME box as well. Mm-hmm. Sports there's TV. A TV that has sports all the time. So, all right. And okay. the Gershnook. The Gershnook. You got to be uh, so pathetic to be repped at Gersh. That reminds, that reminds me of a question. Who's repped at Gersh? Here's do, a do question you, I, I wouldn't had. even be friends with someone that was repped at Gersh. It, I was I made that up. I don't is that an agency? <laughs> it sound it sounds like a fart, doesn't it? Uh, I was thinking of Grolsch beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I here's a question that I think a lot of people will want to know. What did you get your commercial agent for Christmas last year? You guys you're you guys are so <laughs> pleased with yourselves on these fucking questions. It's pathetic. The fact that you guys are doing this fucking <laughs> podcast and are so Fucking up your own asses about it is ridiculous. What was the question? What did I get my commercial agent for, for Christmas? Christmas last year? I wouldn't buy an agent a gift if he fucking saved my life. If he pulled me from under a bus, I wouldn't buy an agent a gift because he's already getting ten percent of my fucking money. Let's go back in the popcorn gallery. Yes, make the sound. Thanks. Oh, yummy. Um. Oh my god. Anthony Scontrino. Uh, one of our listeners asks, uh, he hears you're a big prankster on the set. What kind of what kinds of twisted pranks have you have you pulled on set? I I don't know where Anthony Scontrino would have heard that, but I've Anthony never Anthony Scontrino. I don't give a fuck if I messed up the Twitter handle. Do you even have listeners? Has this even been broadcast yet? This no. This is um, we're recording it now to be broadcast later. But we asked some people for questions ahead of time. I've never pulled a prank on a set before, ever, even once. I would never do shit like that. When mm-hmm. I hear shit like that, when I hear, like, about Clooney pulling, like, putting, like, fucking cat litter boxes and taking mm-hmm. shits in them and people's shit, I, I think it's disgusting. Like, that's a place, it's where you work. Well, you don't have to use shit for it to be a prank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. I know. You don't have to use shit for it to be a prank. Well, I agree with you. That's disgusting. And it's it not the position of this podcast to judge how other people live, but if you're using shit and that's the only way you know how to prank, then that's not funny to me. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I do not, I would not pull a prank. Now hang on, Adam, because you made a great point. I didn't make a point. I... If the only way you prank is by using shit, that then was, me and Adam don't point. stand for that. <laughs> this is your point. Uh, is there, are there any more questions from the fucking popcorn gallery there is one yeah there is one more i just want you both to know that i i missed putting my children to bed tonight for this mm-hmm. and you have kids 
Yeah, I have two kids. You play younger. Thank you. You're welcome. This is a question from uh, Andy Niece, one of our listeners. Uh, with the with the advent of a DVR and internet streaming, are you worried that people now have the ability to pause your show on the TV and you'll be stuck making a goofy face? Um, no. I mean, uh, first of all, the, the technology to pause television has been around, I'm pretty sure, a good seven years at this point. I don't own one. That's been stated. And I, so no, I, I am not afraid of it. In you fact, used to worry about it, but now seven years later, you don't worry about it anymore. No, it's not, not what I'm saying. What I'm why s- did you talk about how it's been around for so long? Because face your fears, question, I think he's saying. Because, the, because of what? Face your fears. You know, seven years ago, he said, I'm so scared of this. I and did probably not, what he did I never was, said that at and, all. Well, you opened the discussion with was, a, about the length of time it's been Probably for the around. past, you know, for six of those years, he was pausing it on goofy faces and just looking at it and what saying, you, is this what people are doing? Mm-hmm. And then he just got comfortable with it. You, now, you both write in television, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you doing this? What is this? What is, you, what is this hole is this filling? Hmm? How many people are going to listen to this? 10? 20 people? Even if it's 500? Even if it's 1,200? What are you getting from this? What is this Even doing? if it's 1,200, really, you think that's bad? I think it's inconsequential to what you guys are doing. Who cares? Do something for for other people, the people that are trying to get into the business. You're, hold on. You're doing this podcast for the people that are trying to get into this business? It's not for money. Got plenty of that. Do you? So what else could it be? Because otherwise I'd be like, what is happening here? Why are we? I'm I'm yet to to know why I'm here. What am I doing here? Well, you could plug a project. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to? Oh, Any plugs? Lots of people. Yes. Want to get their stuff to a wider I, audience? And I do have a couple things to plug. Thank okay. you. I'm I'm going to be performing with my band. Um, <laughs> at the what? What is? I sneezed. Sorry, I'm sensitive. A lot of actors, when they say they have bands, mm-hmm. it gets a bad rap. But the truth is, if you ever listen to Dogstar... Mm-hmm. Love Dogstar. If you ever listen to 30-odd foot grunts... Love 3 Seconds from Mars. You ever li- 30 Seconds. If you ever listen to 30 Seconds from Mars, they're really, really good. And I think that the fact that it's an actor doing it, is, it makes it even better. I Bacon Brothers is like my, the sound of my soul. The best. The mm-hmm. best. The Jeff Bridges... Acoustic album is, I mean, that puts me asleep every night. I, anyway, my band is, my band is playing at the Roxy on Friday and Saturday night, and then we're going down to the Ice House in Pasadena on Monday and Tuesday, and then we'll be in Santa Clarita at the the Melbourne mm-hmm. on Thursday and Friday, and then the following Saturday we'll be down at Duckies in uh, Montclair, California. Um, and then we'll be doing a five-day stint uh, up in Irvine at Felipe's Risotto's. And then we're going to be coming down the coast to San Diego where we're going to be doing the Lighthouse Light Brunch Festival. And then um, hopefully by the end of the month, uh, we'll be kicking it back up to uh, Palm Desert where we're going to be... 
headlining our own uh, uh, chimichurros. Um, and for people who haven't heard some of your stuff, what's your sound? It's kind of, uh, it's hard to describe. It's kind of Mumford and Sons meets a white noise machine. I don't know if that is getting the message across. Yeah, it's a, if Mumford and Sons sang all their songs through sort of a, a bunch of cotton. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. It's Wrap almost the mic like, in cotton. It's like if you, you know the sounds that they used to put babies to sleep? Yeah, a mix, white noise machine. Yeah. Mix that with the Lumineers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we have a it? vacuum player, the guy, a guy that plays vacuum, and um, he also plays the, the drums with his hands. I guess, I guess all drummers do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what's the name of that band if people don't know? The Adam Pally Project. Okay. Uh, hey, it's been so great. How's that? It's been really good. It's been really fun just, having you here. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't and felt listen, that way, guys. <laughs> we're always pulling for you. Everything oh, you do. Good. And, like, thank you. Love people love hearing all that. And other for you to make that, you know, that last breakthrough. You know what I mean? What the fuck does that mean? Just to get to that big what? That big place. What's the and, big place? What the fuck You is know, saying? just to like really Okay. What career wise? Just, just like career wise, just when you really okay so do we, it. All right, you so know I what haven't I, mean? I haven't done it yet to you, but God, like when you do, mm-hmm. you know who's going to be right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do you guys write for? Night of Too Many Stars. What's like your gig? Yeah, we <clears throat> we're hoping won to break an into Emmy that. for Night of Too Many Stars. You did? Yeah, we were one of like fifty white dudes, right? That won an Emmy for that. Is Jewish white? Did you call Jewish white? No. Or one of but neither of 50 white and I would not white call, and Jewish dudes. Danny, your eyes just popped out of your head when I said I would not call Jewish white. I would not call Jewish white. So that's what really? we're saying. I they're would saying, not. They're saying there are white guys and Jewish guys. There. Oh, so it's both. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Smigel's a legend. Yeah, Smigel. You're saying Robert Smigel is I am is not, not saying that Robert Smigel is not a legend. I, I, that's his so project. Then you're saying and you're saying it's, you're saying it's a for cause. a bad cause? I'm just saying that it's like a hacky thing to call yourself Aut- a TV writer, and that's like your credit. Well, it's on IMDb. So what? I could IMDb is like Wikipedia. I could I could put a JPEG up of like a fucking rotating fan. And not be like, for I was too in that. not for too long. They yeah. do actually check it and take it down. Mm-hmm. So you've you've posted some fake credits before. I've had some trouble getting some stuff on there that I think I was owed. And uh, and that fight's not over either. I'm not giving in. Yeah. What did you? Uh, what do you feel like you've not, you're missing out on, Brian? Just some stuff that I think was really more my idea. Chappelle show. You believe that Chappelle's show, Dave, Ch- named after Dave Chappelle, created by Dave Chappelle and Neil Brennan, mm. was your idea? Primarily, yeah. Okay. I had been working on a sketch show around the same time. Okay, I think I'm done here. This is... Hey, well, guys. Thank you so much for coming Thanks by. so much for listening. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, yeah, give them a good rating. Buy the pro version. What do we have on the pro version this week? Ooh, this week. Uh, well, uh, oh, um, you can get the key card for Hayes' pool. Do his I have community to sit here pool. while this bullshit goes on? Uh, yeah, you can get the key card for oh my, my pool. God. 
Um, you get you get a free visit to the Earwolf Studios um, after work hours, uh, just to hang out with whoever you know whoever's there. See Engineer uh, Brett or whatever. Maybe Coolop will be here. You know, maybe uh, maybe uh, the Sklar Brothers. Liz Lane will be here. She you, records somewhere else. You never but. know, and th- and that's the point. So uh, please subscribe to the Pro Version. Rate us on look iTunes. At your phone when we do this. Can you fucking leave me the fuck alone while I'm doing you a goddamn favor? Finish, wrap up your stupid shit. We're getting right towards the end. And, uh, and uh, oh, get on the forums, talk on the forums. Did you like the way Adam treated us? Did you not? It's a, you know, it's up in the air. Maybe start a poll. And, and uh, uh, follow Adam Twitter. Uh, he uh, Follow Adam Twitter. <laughs> Real pros. Bunch of pros. Bye. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.